great, great, bruh. Like now that we're like on video now, you can't just great afternoon, everybody. Great, great morning. The sun just came up, man. I don't know what just, yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. A little, see it. little beam of light. Yeah. Caleb, how you doing, man? I am doing okay. I'm doing well. Okay. Oh, what's going on? Usually, yeah. kind of, I get more of a little, a little upbeat, more, a more like, oh, I'm okay. I got the basic. I guess. Um, I guess what I would tell you right now is like. You know the saying, like, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel? Mm, I yep, see it. Yep. I see it. I'm in the tunnel still, but I Got see it. the light. So Got it. That's where I'm at. I have a lot of, between businesses, between transactions, um, just things that are going to happen to really set up a good 2023. Yeah. yeah a yeah, bunch yeah. of that stuff needs to happen in Q3, Q4. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. How are awesome. you, dude? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Got the got the feeling fresh behind a fresh shirt. I was at the store working. I never got one of those. You want to come work at the store? You can. That's oh, I put in my for, time for, in Florida. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you got a hat though, didn't you? No, I never got anything. Oh my goodness gracious! But I still, you still got gear though. So chill. Yeah, Jeez. I got some gear. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Yeah. Anyways. Uh no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh family's good. Just uh going through some um growth. Like I said last week, man, just going through some growth, man. Just uh just diving into the store and uh just learning, learning ins and outs, you know, uh on some things. But yeah, man, can't complain. Can't complain. Um as our book from last week, problems are Expect problems, right? Expect problems. So, so yeah, problems, just working through some things. Profits. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, can't complain. Can't complain, dude. Can't can't complain. I could I could be average and you know doing something else, hating my life. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, yeah. So today's episode, episode. 125 uh since i have uh the realtor um in minnesota uh there's been a lot of questions i think about um real estate like is there a correction coming buy not buy do interest rates matter um so i wanted to bring my partner on uh so he could talk about those those things um in the real estate market. So I guess my first question, Caleb, is um is there a correction coming? Uh short answer, I don't know. Longer answer, the real estate market is always changing. Um it's tied to the economy, but it's also not. Um the last five recessions have negatively affected the real estate market one time. That was in 2008 during the mortgage fraud crisis, mortgage-backed securities frauds. Um, we've also had a couple of years where houses were appreciating, you know, depending on what part of the country you lived in, 10 to 30% per 
per year, which is kind of unheard of. But with the way our government was printing money, you know, and with how sh- and w- and with how we set ourselves up with inventory of homes from the last crash, you know, it wasn't unheard of. Um, correction. I mean, my gut, my gut says correction. No, I think the higher prices are here to stay and will continue to go up, but they will just go up slower. You know, we'll go back to a normal two to three, 4% appreciation per year for a couple of years. But, um, I guess I can speak to Minnesota is we need a hundred thousand new homes like now, right. To catch up. And we're, we're not building anywhere close to that clip. And we're also unable to build them in areas where people want them affordably at that clip. So like I just related it back to, you know, elementary school. If there's 30 kids in a class and there's, you know, five to 10 pieces of candy that go to the kid that finishes their school first, you know, almost all 30 of those kids are going to want the candy. Right? So everybody wants shelter and almost everybody would prefer to own their shelter that versus rent it. Right. So while when money gets tight, um, you know, you might see home appreciation slow a little bit. Like right now, my clients are getting closing costs. My clients are, you know, FHA, VA loans are getting accepted all of a sudden. But the prices are still pretty high. They're not like full list, but they're pretty high. Um, That's a very, you know, that's my local insight. I don't know if I'd say even local expert, but that's my local insight. So there's still, you would say there's, it's not a, it's not cut and dry. Like there's just a lot of variables um, to just say like, yeah, correction is, is coming. Yeah. I mean, so people are always like, where are the foreclosures? And what you have to remember is there were so many foreclosures before because of shady loans that were out there. Yeah, for sure. And the loans that were produced in the last five to 10 years are not shady. They're rock solid. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so there's not all of a sudden these bad loans that are forcing people to lose their properties. There's always going to be deaths, divorces, circumstances where a property will foreclose. But I don't know if we'll ever see a default, a credit default like we saw in 2008 in real estate. Yeah. Right. Student loans is another thing. Car payment, car loans is another thing. But just real estate shelter in itself. Um it's definitely not cut and dry. No recession is also ever the same. But once again, um, out of the last five big ones, only one of them affected real estate. Got to study your history. Got to study your history. No, I love that. I love that. Okay. Um, Caleb, what do you, what do you tell a, uh, a couple that's just got married? Um, They're looking at, all these things, right? The high interest rate, the the um, house house like the prices of homes, right? Do they buy or do they rent? I mean, I think if you can afford the monthly payment and you have the down payment, you should buy. They always say, "Marry the house, date the rate, secure the house at a rate that 
broker at a monthly rate that like works for you. And then interest rates over time go up and down, go up and down, go up and down. And, you know, eventually you, you see interest rates are lower. You can refinance. Um, but it's always much better. I mean, there's so many stats. Like, I think your net worth is three times higher on average if you own versus rent. I'm not saying that's like, you know, the hardcore rule. But I go back to if you can afford it, right? So, you, A, you can afford the monthly comfortably and b you have the down payment you should buy regardless of what the rates are because you can always refinance your rates you know if they go lower and that and that's the thing i I love i love that saying marry the house date the rate uh why don't why don't we hear more of that right like I, i feel like why don't we hear more of hey like the interest rate is the interest rate you know, it might matter some, but in the long run, like you can always refinance and get a lower interest rate. Like, why? That's, is- a, good, that's a good question, Coop. Um, I mean, it's my opinion. I'm 32. I'm younger. I mean, I think fear sells. Mm, you know, yep. mm-hmm. uh, yep. I think we're in in a spot where, like, you know, people like to um, play it safe. They'd rather play it safe or yeah. be can, can be convenient because, once again, I said you have to be able to afford. And that means you have to be a saver, right? You have yeah. to, like, these are things that nobody wants to do um, yeah. Yeah. for the most part, right? Or, or like myself, I didn't have it from family, right? So if family isn't helping you, like, it's on you to do it. So you don't hear about it just because I don't know if the media is as interested in telling you about it. You know, they, they'd rather talk about recession. I mean, we don't learn how to buy a house in school. You know, so that's amazing. Yep, that that's something your parents are supposed to teach you. You know, hopefully they do, right? But um, again, I'm not conspiracy theory. Coop's coming out. Uh Um, do you think like it is a bigger a bigger plot though? And so I'm curious. And I don't. Again, I I'm getting into real estate, but like I haven't done any research. Just from what I've heard, is it true? That like some of these bigger corporations like Goldman Sachs, um, Blackstone, like some of these bigger real estate funds were buying the houses or like the all cash offers were like more so these bigger, these bigger uh, companies or these corporations. I don't know if you've heard of any of that, but like, yeah. There, I mean, there was a stat that 5% of all home sales were part of um, you know, a large corporation buying. To me, 5% is like super low. Yeah. Right? And really, then yeah, I yeah. go to my anecdotal evidence of, you know, doing 70 to 80 deals or whatever, plus looking at my team's transactions. And they were like one or two, maybe three deals out of all those. Yeah. And I mean, they're out there. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, but to me, that was once again another, you know, catchy headline that you could put out there to you know drive views or clicks, you know, from people who you know weren't willing to make the sacrifices to write offers that would beat the people who were willing to make sacrifices. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think more of it was. That's in my local micro market, you know. My market sell, you know, there's 
you know, 500 transactions that close a day in my market. And I'm talking about 200 over a year. Yeah. So it's small, but that's just my opinion. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, where do you, where do you see like the, the future of real estate? Like, I mean, people have always said for, I mean, like long-term, like real estate always per, performs like when it on the investing side, right? Like, sure. do you, I mean, is that trend, I mean, can we count on that trend like for infinity and beyond? Like, what are you seeing? Well, I think people are always going to pay for their most important priorities. And I think shelter, food, and then utility. So I think of like my car, my iPhone, clothing, you know what I mean? Like, I think those things people are always going to pay for. And going forward, I think, you know, they always say there's only, there's a finite amount of land, right? And once it's all sold, it's sold. Or once it's all developed, it's developed. So I think it just gets harder and harder in most circumstances, uh, you know, to break in. I still think it's relatively easy if you're willing to make those sacrifices, but, you know, maybe in a hundred years, it's going to, you know, it'd be really something hard. I'm in Minnesota, you know, it's, it's very difficult to break in in New York, in California, you know, in, in areas that are, you know, a couple of generations ahead in, in regards to long-term wealth. And then I think, you know, if you live in a government where, you know, taxes and, and things are a thing, like your, your real estate taxes, your property taxes, all these, you know, that's going to continue to go up too. Um, th- those are my beliefs about the future in a broad spectrum. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, are you going to keep buying real estate? If I can. Um, I don't think, I don't think the people know how just big time you are though. Like I'm not how, big time. Do you want to, okay. Do you want to talk about your po- portfolio that you got? I mean, or? we can, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't know it exactly. Oh, just I, like, let's talk about it. You can I always hype you up and you always got all the deals, right? Like, Mr. Bro, I know that's I know that's not beer. It's a real beer. Did you? Re- <laughs> it's the morning, Coop. Uh, yeah, it's the morning. You right, ice, so, you know, yeah, yeah. I, just, I couldn't tell. I was like, I know that's not okay. Sounds good. Um, no, talk talk about your. Uh, let's talk about Caleb. Let's talk about his rental portfolio. Let's talk about on average, like how many houses he's closing. I mean, let's let's. I mean, uh, the the easy thing for me to share is like the very first house I bought when I was 22, everyone was like, huge mistake. What are you doing? You don't like, wow, really? You paid that? You did this or that, whatever. Like, And the property cash flowed and then it appreciated, obviously. And then I forced appreciated it by adding a bedroom and, you know, I paid for my wedding. It paid for, uh, I paid for my wife's student loans, paid my wife's car off. It was a down payment on another property, all from just getting in, taking a risk, believing in myself. So yes, that's something I'm always going to do. I am going to try to like personally underwrite properties too. Like I make the joke, I'm not independently wealthy. I can't just write checks. Whatever I purchase needs to make sense on paper for whatever strategy I'm doing. Um, So yes, I am planning to continue to buy real estate as able. It's getting harder and harder. Um, but if I can, I will. Man, 
So can you can you talk a little bit about um, your house hacking strategy? Just maybe. yeah, not a lot of people. That's what a lot not a lot of people know about. Mm, yeah, let's talk about that because so you said, you t- you you switched my whole mindset on on that. I had to hear you enough times, but well, I just yeah. I mean, houses are expensive. You know whether yeah you can afford it. Is that how you want to spend your money? And then houses are also um, more oftentimes than not, there's more space in that house than you actually need. Um, the joke I always make in real estate is like, yep, you get a bigger house, you get more stuff. Like that's what people do, right? Um, you ain't lying. You ain't yeah. lying. So house hacking is essentially where you buy a house and rent out a room or a couple rooms in your home to friends, family, or a stranger, you know, whatever suits you. And I think on my own and or with my wife, we have done that probably like seven out of the last 10 years where like somebody, whether it was brother, sister-in-law, close friend, this, that, or the other um, has paid to like, Hey, we'll give you a decent, yeah, you can have this wing. We're, we're not going to use that space. We'll give you a good deal. And both parties win, you know, I, and the times where I get into arguments about it, I always go to like the history of humans and that, you know, having your own home, like you specifically didn't really ever become a thing until like the last hundred years. I'm a big community person. Um, I like helping other people. I also like when other people help me. Um, so as long as, you know, there's the right privacy and respect, um, factors in place. I think house hacking is a super easy strategy for someone. If you're like the first person that's going to start out, you know, building a legacy for your family, right? Like maybe it doesn't make sense if you can go back five generations and have five generations of businesses, real estate, you know, all those things. But I had nothing, right? I was starting out from zero. So trying to speed up that process in a way that didn't um, that I didn't feel every month was a no brainer to me. I love it. I love it. Seven out of 10 years. Um, yeah, man, you you don't, you don't have to share this, but, um, like what was your, your rent or not rent, but your mortgage like number, like, so just maybe just pick a, just pick a, I don't know, just pick a year, right? Like when you were house hacking, like what it would have been had you not had anybody and then what it was when you had. Sure. I think when I was my first house, it would have been a thousand bucks, but it ended up being negative 500. Right? Like you were, you were making money. Like yeah. that's what you mean. Like yes. you were getting paid basically to live at your to own, residence. To own and live and maintain. And then. I think another property, a lot, most of them I was breaking even. And then, um, my but, hang on, but, but let's not brush over that though. Let's, let's not brush over that though. When you house hack and you break even, that means you don't have a mortgage. Like you have maybe a hundred, 200 bucks yeah. out of utilities, 
you know, yeah. but you're still reducing your principal payment every month and so, being able to write off the tax, the interest. Like, um, so when you say break even, I don't want people to think like, oh, he was investing. No, he probably had a $2,000 bill and is literally paying maybe 200 bucks on his mortgage. You I mean, know? I think so, breaking even is really good when it comes oh, to house checking. Hey, I'm just making sure, like, some people might not, like, understand what you mean when you say break even. They might think, like, yeah. oh, I invested this money. Like, I mean, there's different ways, but in this you context. You free like, shelter. Too, yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. the last time somebody had free shelter was when they were living with their parents. Yeah. Yep. yep. You know. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I have one more question. I'm, now I forgot. Um, yeah. House hacking. Uh, oh, houses. You're a real estate agent. Um, are you a okay? Hang on, because you said you were looking at your agents' um, transactions. Are you a, like a broker too? I'm not a broker. Um, okay, I do run a team. Got I it. choose not to be a broker. Got it. Um, so I just make monitoring what they're doing. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, like on average, how many like how many houses you sell in like a month? Like a year, like what this year is looking like. Uh, I guess on the low, a, a slow month for me would be like one a week. One a week would be would be slow. Winter holidays, things like that, and and then maybe a busy one would be two or three a week. A week. It all just real estate is so um, ebbs and flows. Seasonal, yeah, right? Like seasonal. Yep. You know, it's all about. It's kind of like March first. To September 1st is when you're just going. Yeah. And then those other months, it just depends. It, then, it, then it becomes life event driven, death, divorce, baby, promotion, loss of a job. Those are all reasons outside of the first time home buyer. It's a, usually a life event where, yeah. you, where you're doing real estate again. So, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Awesome. So, what do you, what do you want to on pace to do this year? What's, what's it looking like? What are you? I'm not 100% sure where I'm going to end up. I think I'm going to end up around 80, depending on how slow this winter is. 80. So that's 80 houses a year that you're going to be selling. That would be the new pace if I hit that. It, it all kind of depends on, you know, it depends on what, just how this year ends up. Um, still busy, but. There's some, I mean, in real estate, it's never a perfect prediction. It's never going to be dead yeah. because people are always going to pay for shelter. But exactly, yep. I'm just not 100% where I'm going to end up. Um. So real quick, can you talk about your your uh, progression or your, yeah, progression as a, real, a realtor, right? Um, When we first like really like start talking, connecting like in 2020, like, I think I think when I met you, you were doing about fifty to sixty, and I'll like you, 50. yeah, 50. you you just been like the last two two and a half years just on a just a tear, like just every year you're getting better. What strategy? Like, how does Kate? Like, how has Caleb evolved to that point where he's like, I just had a kid doing 80, 80 houses a year. I got a bigger team. I'm just curious, like how, like what things have, has Caleb learned uh, like along the way since he's been on this pace? Well, you get better and better at managing people and their expectations. 
and you get better at better at sticking to your core values. One of my core values is always keep the relationship above the transaction. So so-and-so wants, hey, like I want to take my house off the market. No problem. Let's take it off, right? Or, hey, I want to back out of this deal. No problem. Let's back out, right? And and genuinely being okay with that, you know, so sticking to your core values. Um, and like, like anything, the more you do it, you become a master of your craft. And a lot of what I do is helping friends and family, but then also convincing strangers that I'm going to help them as if they were friends and family. So the more you do it, the better you get. I mean, I look at your football career, Coop. I mean, talk about your freshman or redshirt freshman season versus your senior year, just the difference in confidence because you'd been there before you've done this, you know, I got systems. That's just what it is. Um, So I'm, I'm for sure in a groove and you know, you don't know what your ceiling is, you know, you'll find it. And like most humans, eventually you just get capped by your time. So there's so much time out there. Awesome. 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 Well, that's all I have for this morning from a partner. Hmm. He always likes to surprise me, which he was going to surprise me, but I was like, nope, let's do, let's do real estate. Yeah, you kind of just took over, so yeah. you got me off the hook. <laughs> you got me off the hook, which I don't mind. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Please rate, subscribe. Please leave a review. Like, please, please, please leave a review. Um, I'm going to tell Shoshana to do it today. Oh, yeah. I'm, I was going to say my sister-in-law, but she's Android, so I can't really. Mm. Yeah, it's it's all good. No worries. Anyways, enough with the negativity. Um, yeah, everyone have a great week. See you next week.